Welcome back to another fabulous undress podcast with me, Paul, and my husband, Patrick. Hey, bitches! I know, you don't recognize where we are today, but that's because we're coming to you live from a studio in Hollywood! Before I introduce today's guest, I just want to remind you to rate, review, subscribe, hit that stupid bell, get your notifications. Every Wednesday, we got a new episode dropping with some amazing guests coming up. Wake up your brother, your mother. Who are we supposed to wake up for? Your dead grandmother. She's doing great. Yeah, wake that bitch up and make her subscribe too. She's not a bitch. Well, I'm coming over for dinner, grandma. She's dead. Uh, her phone works. She can hear me. God. Anyway, I'm excited because today we've got a really, really close friend. Um, you guys will know him as Anna Nicole Smith's bodyguard. He was just in the Netflix documentary, Anna Nicole Smith, You Don't Know Me. We were too. Uh, he's been a bodyguard to several other celebrities. But to us, he's just Big Mo, and we call him Brother. Hey, Mo! Yes! What's up? How you doing? How you doing? What's up? What's up? Wait, what's this mustache going on? It looks like I'm getting older and you guys getting younger. I don't know what it is. Oh, keep talking. Don't stop there. Anything else you want to say? I look skinnier, sexier, hotter. He's a bitch. Well, you know, you're, you're, you're a piece of you're, you're a piece of work. Let's put it like that. Exactly. Look, I wore red just for you, like fire engine red. Yes. Is oh, that cool? Yeah. I was going to wear red, but I wore red for my other interviews. So I forgot to wear green. I still had the fire department issue thing on. So everything is great. Mo, I want to start off with, first of all, for our guests that do not know who you are, I've introduced you as Anna Nicole Smith's bodyguard. Okay. You know, you're our brother. We know that brother from another mother. We you're, always say that. But you're more than just a bodyguard, of course. Yes. <laughs> One day well, you're going to you know, come out here and be our guys. bodyguard. We already have that arranged. We know that. Um, who else have you done bodyguard work for? I know you've worked with other celebrities. So just inform our audience and let them know. So we get a little background on you. All right. Well, um, the first person I ever did security for is I was young and I uh, Ja Rule. I don't know if y'all remember. Of course, you know Ja Rule. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, real quick. Uh, I was working at a club, and then he had a, a photo shoot for what? Uh, there's a hip hop something. It, it, it was a show that 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 showed the place that they live, and they need. Oh, somebody. got it. The crib. The crib. MTV. The crib. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cribs. Oh my goodness, cribs. Yes. So, so he. It was him and uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel came through. Vin okay. Diesel, the bald guy, he's hot. He's so hot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I didn't see it that way, but I, <laughs> I, I can understand you guys. Um. Uh. So then, then I, uh, I got out of the being at the bar. I was at one of the top bars on South Beach, and then I ended up doing like little spots for J Lo. I have uh, uh, pictures with like uh, Will Smith. I, I remember. I went. I worked with Missy Elliott. Uh, but oh, I, I remember that Missy too. Elliott. What was it yes. like? What, what was it like Mo, working with J Lo? J Lo was a. Uh, I, I was able to. It, I was like working in her compound. Compound, and uh, that, that was bitch the first is a compound. Time, <laughs> the first time she was with uh, Ben Affleck, 
Really? The, the oh, first the first story. time, 20 years ago. The yeah. Wow. Yeah, the first time I was with her. And, uh, you know, she's she, like most other celebrities. I mean, I, I wasn't as close to her as I, I was to Anna. But, of course. you know, she had her ways. Yeah. You bad. know, you know, your favorite body that you guarded was Anna Nicole Smith. We know that. Oh, 1000, 1000 percent. So tell our 1, audience how you met Anna Nicole and how did you become her bodyguard? All right. So it happened back around 2003, I would say, uh, what uh, she had just started blowing up with Trent Spa and she was in the Miami area at, yep. at the shoot on the beach. She had a shoot, shoot on the beach. And um, from what I hear, she was getting ready to get a boxer. Uh, uh, oh. Shannon Briggs was going to be a bodyguard. But uh, someone someone uh, talked her against it. And then she you know, <laughs> looked for other people. And uh, I'm uh, actually a firefighter down here in uh, Miami. And, yep. and what happened was, um, you know, I do the bodyguard work on the side. And I went. And they thought it would be a good idea since uh, she is uh, was having a couple medical problems for like uh, you know bruises from from yep. working out and whatever whatever was going on. So uh, I took on the job. She she did a photo photo shoot on the beach, uh, one of those big photo shoots she did. Yeah, and she got really sick. And as we was walking, she just f- kind of fainted, and I just picked her up and I carried her, carried her off to. Uh, to to her to a hotel room. It's such and, a Whitney uh, Houston Kevin Costner moment. Yeah, the bodyguard. <laughs> yeah, so I picked her up and carried off. She really thought that was good. And um, one time, in the beginning of our, our our relationship, I guess she was trying me, trying to see where I was. Uh, so you know, she was she was being flirtatious with me, asked me that I like a body and what I think about it. Yep. And at the time. I think we. I was working with her probably about a week at that time. I said, "Well, you know, right now I think of you as a sister because uh, I'm sure you got enough people running and throwing themselves to me." And then she, you know, looked at me, gave a little tear, and said, "Wow, no one's ever told me something like that." And then from there, it just blossomed. And uh, I, of course, I was working for her, right? But but it became more. It, made, it became more closer. Uh, one of the guys that I've, I I worked with was a police officer. His name is Gary Jones, bound to be found down here in Florida. Um, he always told me when you uh, work with someone, don't make it personal. But at this point, it was something about her. We had we were around the same age, um, and uh, we had some little similar similar things happening. Like she didn't get along with her family. I wasn't around my family, my, yeah. my father as much, and. Uh, you know, I, I was raised by my grandparents uh, after age 12. So, you know, we just kept talking. And, and it seemed like, you know, she used to always call herself poor white trash. And I grew up kind of in a ghetto. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, was almost, it, it was almost like a little playful stuff like that. And one time we did that. And you know what the funny thing is? After this situation happened, we never did that anymore because of the sensitivity there. But we did it in a way where we're on the bus. You, I, you, yeah. You, you sit on the trim spot bus. It's a big bus. Maybe sit, sleep seven. More than that if you take the couch in the back. Where exactly. Where me and Daniel used to uh, 
uh, play PlayStation, Daniel. Yep, I, in the back of the bus, I remember. Yeah, in the back of the bus. I know, I you was, and for, you and for Dan- our audience that doesn't know, uh, Anna had a big bus with her face on it. It was the trim yes. spot bus, and her face was wrapped around the entire bus. And Paul and myself... And Mo and Kimmy and Anna and Howard and Daniel. and our daughter and Daniel all jumped on the trim spot bus and took a road trip from California to um, Nebraska after after a long <laughs> night of partying at Geforia Awards. At the Geforia Awards, <laughs> yeah. right? Do you remember? Yes. Oh, yes, I really do. I do remember that. Was, I, uh, I told Anna. I said, "What are you kidnapping me? I gotta yes. go to work tomorrow." She's like, "No, baby. No, get on the we're, bus. We're gonna go to Camp Kindle. We're gonna go. Yeah. We're gonna go help some children." Camp Kindle exactly. was an amazing, amazing trip. We it uh, was an am- those, amazing. Those, trip. It was a camp for kids that was affected and. Infected with, with HIV, infected with AIDS. HIV AIDS. yes. So it, it was some very powerful, strong stories there. Actually, Anna took one kid under her wing with uh, with a uh, father. Uh, I remember she brought him out to California yeah. after the they camp. Brought him out to California. Yep. But the story with this kid is the dad was upset with the mom, and he worked in the hospital, and he actually shot uh, HIV into the kids. Vain. I remember that. Yes. So horrific. Yeah, it was very sad. It, it, it was really bad. Uh, yeah. But but you have to wonder when you're in an intimate setting and you're sharing such personal moments. And even if there's other people around, we really genuinely cared about each other so much with Anna Nicole being the nucleus, yes. which is the reason why we all came together and became such a beautiful family. We all yeah. loved, we all respected, we all cared, and we all helped each other around with whatever we needed to get done. I mean, but think- not only in California, in, in Nebraska, but also in the Bahamas. Yes. I mean, oh, we were yeah. all, you know, we were all in that house, in the estate together at Horizons. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the, a lot of people don't know either. The reason why we, we used to, uh, actually, we went from California one time all the way down to Miami. We drove. Yep. The scrim talk bus all, all the way around. And um, people don't know the reason why we we drove everywhere. And, and Trump's mom wasn't too happy with it. Is Anna did that for her son, Daniel. Daniel was terrified of flying. Of the plane. Daniel yeah, didn't like to fly. Right. And, I, and, and, so, so, and so our point was, was we were going to, uh, you know, make him as comfortable as he can. I mean, you know, remember, he's a teenager. Uh, yeah. 15, 16 at the time. And uh, we used to, and, and it, it made him happy to be with his mom, but he was always a, a shamrock cop, uh, shy to the camera. If you can see some of her photos, she took on the red carpet with him. Yeah, he but it was really, really nice. Wow. But so it was very- really nice. It was really nice, Mo, to see how when you had those very, very beautiful moments shared together in those very close quarters for hours on end Yes, that we meshed and got along so well Yeah, and shared so many beautiful, what's the right word? Just like sensitive moments or intimate moments. Private, with intimate each, moments private together. Private moments together yeah. that nobody can yeah. even relate to because they, they're like, well, what would you do in a bus for 12 hours? Right. Why would you go around Texas? Yeah. I mean, I remember. Remember, she didn't want to drive the bus through Texas. She refused. And we had, and we had to go around and stop yeah, at every oh, diner. Yeah, yeah. like Texas at all. Uh, no. Just for, for her family situation, I, you know, everything she said. 
And and you know, uh, we we all seen this uh, the documentary that came out. I'm a little disappointed. Are uh, you? Why are you disappointed, Mo? Well, I'm a little disappointed on it because. And you're talking for for our audience. He's talking about the Netflix documentary. Uh, Anna Nicole Smith, you don't know me because you were a big part of it. You were in it. We yeah. introduced you to the director and producer. Yes, yes, I was. I was a part of it, and um, you know, I got I had some good points in it, but there was there was certain people that was in it for such a long time, like like they really understood her life. Maybe they understood her life before the fame, but right. after. After she got the fame that she seeked and wanted so bad, it didn't mean anything to her after a while. Well, at the end, it didn't mean anything to her because the the, the person that was with her, pretty much her whole adult life wasn't there, and she didn't know how to cope with that. Right. We're talking. You're 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 John referring Daniel. to Daniel. I'm to, I'm referring to Daniel. You're referring when to she, Daniel. When she lost Daniel, Paul and I say. This was the start of we knew something that she was not going to be with us very much longer because she I like to say she died of a broken heart. She really did, because when she lost Daniel, she lost every spark in her life and existence. And I know we all fought to try and get her to find that love and back again. And it was very hard for her after she lost Daniel. But Mo, you were in the Bahamas with us. You were at the funeral with Daniel when we buried Daniel. Tell yes. us, tell us the mood and, and give us a little glimpse for all of the listeners to really understand because they even didn't, the Netflix documentary was about Anna. It wasn't about Daniel. Right. It wasn't about Danny Lynn. It wasn't about a birth and a loss. It wasn't about the, you know, all of us living in like the big brother house in the compound in the Bahamas. And right. How we had it wasn't to all about so her taking taking drugs all the time and yeah, that's what, like, right. all the so, time. Like, so, and we know Anna, we drugs. were there. We know that was not the case with, with Anna. So Nicole. maybe, maybe you can share with us if you're disappointed at the documentary as an example. And I know we did the documentary and there's a lot of things that were left on the cutting room floor, but here's a platform for all of us to be able to share with our listeners and viewers. What is it that we, we did say we did help in getting some uh, knowledge and exposure to that was missed. That wasn't there. What do you think they left out from you in the documentary? I was just, I was just, I'm glad that you said that because you, we got to realize that when you do a documentary, if it's not live, like what we're doing now, if it's not yes. live, like having a live interview, uh, that's not getting spliced up now. I'm not sure what you guys are going to do after this. Don't don't turn my wor- words around. But anyway, <laughs> um, yes. a lot of things. You, if you see something, uh, media or show business will do things to make more make it more exciting. So you know, I was I was able. To, I was telling stories. I mean, I interviewed with uh, with, with 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 Ursula. Ursula and, and and Netflix for two days. Right. Um, one of the one of the days was on on actually on my fire truck and we were driving around and they, and they didn't use any of that. Make the cut. Some things just don't make the cut. And I can't yeah. all the way blame it on Ursula because the higher ups are going to look at it, cut different cuts, and then they're going to pick it around and say, "Well, we don't want to do too much of this. Sure, we want to show this." And everyone thinks that she's this, so let's just go around there. Instead of getting real deep down 
to understand the mindset of this beautiful person. First thing they want to say is uh, she was uh, uh, always ditzy and drunk and everything. But no, no. Right. Anna, Anna's a show person. She's a show woman. She, she knows how to. She said in her head was, if I go around and start talking intellectual, they don't want to see that. So let me give them this persona of someone that is always high and happy and gay, gay, happy. Right. You know? So, so, um, and, and a lot of times that goes with, you know, that they, they make, you know, she's, she had this, like this dumb blonde type of, uh, persona that people thought she was, but oh my goodness. She was so <laughs> smart. You could right. not get nothing over on that woman. Yep. Nothing. Nothing. Exactly. And she'll see through you like no tomorrow. You could tell, who she really trusted after her son died, who was over there. And the people that was over there was myself, you two, um, Dr. E. Rosevich, yep, uh, Howard, who's always there. Yes. And, uh, that was it. It was just us crew right there, you know, trying to, trying to keep her down, try to keep her lifted. Uh, because like you, yes. uh, Paul, you was going to ask me about the, the move at Daniel's funeral. Well, before Daniel's funeral, and remember, we didn't bury Daniel immediately. It was like a month and a half after yes. he passed, I think it was, because we had to try to convince her to let her know that Daniel was not here. There was some days yes. that she was such in distraught and denial, the, you know, the, the five things that we get, one of them is denial. The, uh, uh, before you even get to freaking acceptance, you got to go through denial. And her denial state was, was very long. Yeah, and it was some days she was, you know, say, "Well, I can't wait to Daniel come back in here to see Daniel." Uh, I mean, well, I remember when she you told, what? you know, we didn't have a name immediately for Danny Lane. Remember that? Right? No, we yes, made we, we really came up with the name together in the bedroom. Yeah, we were all yeah, was, figuring it, it out. Yeah, no name. So yeah. Danny Lane didn't really have a name for uh, at least a month and a half. I would. Think. Yep. Exactly. Uh, and and then when we finally got the name for it, you know, then we, you know, had the name. But but the, like I said, get back to Daniel. She, it took a while for us to get her to realize that you know, and we had to put him to rest. Yes. And uh, when we finally took her in there, she was somber, and at the point she got so distraught, she tried to jump in that jump in the casket. Uh, the yes. only person that could hold her back, and it was very hard for me to hold her back, but was me. And yes. I almost felt it. it was almost, you know, uh, Daniel, me, and then her. I mean, she almost got me in there. And it was, it was very hard. It was heart-wrenching. I mean, yeah. I remember, I remember and, uh, how when Patrick got to the house first, as soon as we heard. and When Daniel died. When Daniel died. Yeah. And she just collapsed in Patrick's arms yep. and all night long was just, I can't believe. She couldn't believe he was gone. What, what has happened. Yeah. She just could yeah. not and believe it. At the funeral, when I wrapped Danny Lynn, remember I made a dress for Anna and Danny yes. Lynn. Yes. And I, I wrapped Danny Lynn and ran to the limo and try to shelter her into the car. Well, while you, you took her out and I, and yeah. I still have burned in my eyes and in my brain mo the image of anna nicole climbing into, into the, the casket car, yeah. holding her dead son in her arms and you grabbing her everyone pulling trying to to get her out off the cop yeah. i mean uh, that will always be burned in my eyes and in my brain 
for the rest of my life because it was such a horrific tragedy and so sad. And I just felt so helpless. Like I couldn't do anything. Yeah, I know. It, it, I, that's, that's one of the memories. And I'm a firefighter. I've seen a lot of things. I've seen right. death and accidents. And that is something that you, you, you don't realize how important it is or, or, or how lucky you are not to see someone that you care about uh, being such hurt. Well, yes. And that's, well, you know, here's that. something that I, I don't think anybody knows. And you can confirm this, Mo. I know you were there, so you know. The casket was locked. Yeah. Nobody can open it because we try. Right. We try to tell her that it's impossible. It's locked. We can't get into it. And then we had to call the funeral. She forced them to open it. To open it. Yeah. And against yeah, all regulations, they went ahead because there was no way we were leaving there until Anna saw Daniel. Right. Well, that's and, that's a Catholic. That's that's like a Catholic law. Once the casket is closed, it's supposed to be closed. And right. and we know that uh, 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 that that the Bahamas is under British is is yeah. part of the British regime. And, and you remember that's, that's the reason. Oh yeah, I remember. You that. remember and how I, they and came and they unlocked it for right. Yeah, yeah. I tried to explain to her, but like you said, you cannot. Uh, tell Anna anything when it nope. comes to Anna's mind. Once she had her mind made up, it, it was uh, it, it was a done it was a done deal. A hundred percent like that. It was especially like that, and they did open it up for her, and she got she got even worse. I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen when when they did that. So it, it's it's. What did you want that you said to Ursula and Alex that you wanted to reveal or explain? or express about Anna Nicole that did not make it in the documentary? Well, uh, apparently, yeah, well, as we know, uh, Off Limits was to talk about, you know, Danny Lynn's uh, dad. Uh, which Why is, is that? Larry Burkhead. Why, what, do you, what, is your, what, what are your feelings about Danny Lynn's father? Um, you know our feelings, so what are your feelings? My feelings. Number one, that's, that's her father. So, so I don't want to be disrespectful to her about her dad, but you know how we met him wasn't a uh, wasn't what everyone think. Everyone thinks that you know uh, Anna and Larry was madly in love. You know he was hanging out and stuff. I mean, yeah, of course you're gonna see some pictures when we're out partying where she's hugging on on Larry, just like you're gonna see pictures. Well, you don't see, you didn't see as many, but you, if you really look deep down, she's hugging and kissing on everyone, even me. And I'm supposed right. to be the serious person in the world. She always try to get me to lighten up, but you know, I'm always, I'm a focused guy. I, I yeah. focus on my one priority. My one Your responsibilities, priority. of course. He, he put a statement out last week saying that he had a two and a half year love affair with Danny Lynn's mother. And I want to know your opinion on that. Uh, that, you were there. That, we were there. What? Do you that's not. That's not the case. That's definitely not the case. I know. Uh, from from the first time I met her, she always was talking about having another kid because Daniel was getting grown. Right. And um, and just like most, <clears throat> she she was looking for the right person to have a kid with. 
And uh, here, but remember, here, she asked I, Paul to be. She wanted to have a baby with Paul before she even met Larry. They had talked about it. <laughs> well, yeah, she 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 talked about different things, and I said, "Well, you got Howard right there." So I don't know <laughs> Howard. I uh uh-uh, uh, I can't see that. <laughs> and I, I don't know. It's just it was it was uh, very interesting. But we met Larry at the uh, Kentucky Derby. That's where yeah. we met. Him. Larry was a one of the paparazzi. He just happened to be the prettiest paparazzi uh the, the the nice looking guy so uh um so so anna just brought him in and uh and hired him to be her personal uh paparazzi as you say so so yes. we go different spots because he, he went to a trim spa or to the camp kindle he, he showed went, up at camp kindle, kindle yeah she wanted her own photographer and Le- and larry did not sleep in the room with with anna larry had his own room elsewhere Yep, and, and um, and he was the photographer when we used to go on the different awards award show, like you said, Paul. Correct. You know, like G four and stuff like that. She would she brought him along, so so uh, she can pretty much sell. It was a contract between Larry and Anna to to, to uh, get a piece of his uh, you know, percentage of of the stuff of the picture photos he he um. He took. It so, was a business well, transaction. I remember. That's, that's why so he you're was basically- around so much. He wasn't around because she loved him. She was around because it was a business transaction. It was a business transaction. Mo, if exactly. uh, why, why do you, you know, why did Anna go to the Bahamas? Why did she leave well, California and go to the Bahamas? Well, to get away from Larry. I have one question, a question to follow up to that. If Anna Nicole Smith were alive today, would the father of Danny Lynn be in her life? Definitely not. Because she wanted to go through all this trouble to say he wasn't the father. I remember. Um, we tried to. We all tried to, to protect her. There has to be something to do with that. But, you know, uh, people are blinded. And, and everyone wants a true story. Everyone wants a love story. And, and yeah, I understand that. Uh, but but the fact is to be remained that that uh, she got went to the Bahamas so she can you know so so Danny Lynn could be a uh, resident of Bahamas as well right. dual residency and and she got she was getting away from Larry from because Larry was you know had, she 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 had cut him off as far as that business transaction that they had and yes and you know Larry was upset because uh, you talk about somebody. Uh, bread and butter that's what it was you know um i actually most of the time i didn't really get paid through uh through and i didn't really give me money per se yeah. uh, i got most of my i was working for Trenspot. once Trenspot got a hold of she took care of all they took care of all her, her yeah. security expenses and stuff like that all her expenses or every expense and would you, would that, you would... That, left me, that left me cool to be like to have her, I, I I never had a sister, so you know it was cool that we were and we were so close in age. Actually, actually, Anna was actually a year older than me, and you saw how Anna looked. Anna looked like she was in her twenties. Oh, she's gorgeous. But Mo, whether yeah, you were getting gorgeous. you were getting paid or not, you right. were there for Anna. We all time yes. when Anna I called you. Yes, without yes. any reservation Bahamas, or hesitation. I got no money. I got no money. I didn't want any money. I went out there to be with her. Mo, if if Anna, let me ask your opinion on this because you know, yes, Anna's been gone now for 
I mean, what, 16, 16 years, 16 years she's been gone from us. Yes, 16. Um, there's not a day that we don't think about her. We still have her, you know, hot smoochy lips on my email and on my instant messenger. Um, you know how, what kind of a mother she was. Would she ever put Danny Lynn in the spotlight, spotlight like her father has in the media on a constant ongoing basis? No, she wouldn't have want that because as you can see, she didn't even really start showing Daniel off that Daniel was like older, older, you know? Right. Uh, um, you know, I guess the, when the show came out, I guess Daniel was probably about, I don't know, 15. Maybe. I think it was 14, like 15, 15, 14, 14 or 15. 15. Yeah. He, was yeah. a, he was a teenager. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a teenager. And he really, she really didn't show, show the camera in his face. He, like I told you, Daniel was a more shy guy. He didn't really want to be on the uh, in the public eye. So, um, but he was yeah. such a, a great kid, you know. But of Anna course, always protected her children. She never yes. put them in the spotlight. She never no, would do no, that. No, she wouldn't have never done that, no. She wouldn't have never, ever, ever done Not like I saw a picture the other day where where uh, Larry had made her face up to look like Anna, and, and they looked dead on each other. Oh, right. at the Kentucky me, Derby. Yeah. Kentucky Derby, yeah. yeah. But to me, uh, Danny Lynn's a looks just like a mom beautiful looks just like a mom but i was yes. a little upset because i said she's a teenager she gotta let her grow let her get her own identity i right. uh, i have a son and i didn't name him junior because i wanted him to have his own identity and when i saw them the pictures next to each other danny lynn looked older than her mom in the picture i was like wow it's I said, sad yeah I, I, you, you just don't do that i mean it's 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 okay I, I, you know, I used to change Danny Lynn, just like you guys. We I all had. did, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> we used so, to rock her to sleep so and to, sing to her. We, yep. Put, a, put on, every time, every time uh, Anna would get, like, depressed about Daniel during that time. Yeah. We used yeah. to uh, go get Danny Lynn and put her in a lap and, and make her feel yes. so much better. It would make us feel so much better. Do you uh, remember you, when we used to bring Danny Lynn and put the baby on her chest? Yes, exactly. and she kept saying, "I want to connect with the baby." Yeah, and yeah. we would just rock, and we were all just huddle in the bed and hug each other, and then just help her connect with that with the baby, so that she can feel like there was still someone there for her that she can connect with. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a lot with you and Christine, especially uh, Christina Rostovitz. Yeah, you guys were, you guys were her 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 comfort zone. And uh, yeah, I, I remember that a lot where you would get in and we would, uh, I would see you guys cuddle and, and, and hug her up. And I did the same thing when you guys were around or if you guys was sleep. Cause I used to, I used to worry about her at night because she would wake up in the middle of the night. Right. And, um, and not too many people know, but one time when she, you know, she was in her little depression and she uh, took a little bit too much. She went out in the pool and went to the bottom of the pool, and I had to dive in. To go I remember you told me that. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, and, and brought her back right there while you know it was it was just me, her, and uh, and how it was on Howard. the computer yep. doing some stuff. And uh, when she went down, she you know I heard the water go down, and then I screamed and dived in and got her. And uh, it wasn't that she was trying to kill herself or anything like that. She was right. Just, there was a floaty that she likes to float on, and, and I guess she thought she was on her bed or something, and flipped over and went all the way in the, the 
bottom of the pool. I remember. So I got around and I revived her at the time. And uh, I believe like a week later, she ended up with pneumonia. Yeah. Because. Yep. Uh, and then she was in the hospital. I had to, after yeah, that. she was in the hospital. Yep. The first couple and nobody knew. Nobody knew she happened. was in the hospital for pneumonia. That never made it to the press. Oh, nobody yeah. knew about and, that. And she made that. That was that situation because, you know, yes. uh, pneumonia means uh, fluid in the lungs. And uh, when she yeah, went remember. down, apparently, you know, you know, she, she took in a little bit and yeah. uh, she had pneumonia. And, and unfortunately, I had to get back to uh, to Miami because I was off for a couple of weeks. I could only get like a couple of weeks off. Cause I'm yeah. a, my profession is a firefighter. I'm a firefighter paramedic, which um, <laughs> made everybody happy that they had someone with the medical. Uh, yeah, of course. Someone that can guard her and make sure no one messes with her and be the villain. Like I yes. plenty of times in Vegas and some of her other little shoots that she had where she'll sit there and sign a million autographs. <laughs> and something that I had in yes. my mind, I'd look at it and tell she was uh she was uh, 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 a little tired. So I would grab her and say, All right, we gotta go and she would do this little story. No Momo, don't take this away. <laughs> and then yes. and then I would grab her and then, so I look like a bad guy. And I love yeah. it. I love the bad guy thing. I mean, I've been called so many names. Oh, my God. We went to, uh, I forgot where it was. I don't know if it was Carolina. Where it was, it was a, 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 a racetrack. It was NASCAR or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 had a NASCAR, had a car. The trench by had a NASCAR with a with her face on it. And and that, let me tell you, the good luck that she had, when she went there, her car won first place. It of was, course. It was amazing because everything out of touch this was old. This guy has never won. The, yeah, the driver had never won at the time. That, that exactly. That after that, but if if I haven't never won, if I hadn't thank you before, and I know I have several times, and it saddens me to even bring it up again, but I remember when Patrick called you. Oh. And nobody was answering the phone. So you answered the phone in mm. tears, crying when you were in Florida. Do you remember at that? At the hotel. Yeah. And we took the first flight out and then we came into the hotel. They came downstairs, the general managers, and picked us up from in the lobby and brought us up to the room. And when I saw the terror in your eyes and how horrified you were, and then Howard. And you guys were just sitting there bawling, like as if yeah. life had just finished for, for you two and just the whole disaster. And then I'll let Patrick say it because I'm getting too emotional with it. Well, I remember when I called you on the phone and you told me that Anna was gone. Do you remember what you said? Yeah, you know? I said, baby girl's not here. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I, I said, baby, baby girl, it, uh, something happened. She's, she's gone now. She's gone to be it, with baby Daniel. And I was gone. like, Mo, the no. The first thing I said is she's gone to be with Daniel because uh, the night before I had a discussion with her and she kept on saying a little, and, and I didn't think that of because she said it before. She said, the only time I get to see Daniel is when I'm sleeping. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't say that to say that she uh, took her life because I don't believe that what happened. I believe it was an accidental overdose, you know. Yes. Um what I'm saying is that she felt more comfort like we do. 
you know, when you're depressed, what's the first thing you want to do? Or if you're feeling bad, you want to lay down and go to sleep and try to sleep yes. at all. Everyone yes. does. That's human nature. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and her thing was that she, she loved Daniel so much. And you're right, Patrick. Uh, and I've said that plenty of times before, too. She didn't die of overdose or being a drug. She died of a broken heart. Right. He wasn't, she wasn't going to be. She, got, she was here just as long as she could be here. But and, also uh, one thing, Mo, that I really think, and you'll agree with me on, and I want to see if you agree with me on this. Everyone thinks Anna Nicole is this giant, like, heroin drug addict, and she really was not. She would just take shit, take more shit, <laughs> forget, take more. Am I not correct? It's not like she was there shooting up in the bedroom or, like, I never, I, uh, and I really want to. never shot up anything. Let's yeah, and I want people to know that, that. Never shot up anything. She, like, like, uh, like she said in one interview, she, she's not a drug. She don't do a lot of drugs and stuff right. like that. Yes, yeah, she takes Xanax. She takes pain pills. And, you know, uh, me being in the profession that I am, people sometimes rely on stuff like that. I remember um, had her having a bunch of pills in the room. And uh, yes. I went to, uh, you know, talk to her doctor in the Bahamas. I said, you know, maybe we should give her some placebo. And, I, and if you don't know what placebo is, it's just like a sugar pill. Yeah. Okay. Pill yeah, yeah. Really nothing. Yeah. It's just, you know, if you tell someone, look, this is a pill for anxiety and you get it. And then if, in their head, they're thinking, OK, I need this pill. Let me get a couple of these pills. And all they would all she would get was a couple of. Uh, 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 of these placebos. And then, then you know, after about 20 minutes, you know, I feel so much better. And right. we know. Uh, the doctor and I know that it wasn't nothing in those pills. It wasn't anything in it, right? Yes. But but in her mind, she needed it so bad. Of course. And, and if you could give her something to say, this is going to help you sleep, she will fall asleep then. Because in her mind, it says, I just right. got the medicine that's going to help you And she had sleep. a high tolerance for yeah, medication. She and she this, would forget. This, like, we would be there and be, oh, she, Dr. Chris would give her meds and then she would forget to go take more meds and 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 that's why, like, we, Paul and I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago on somebody else's show, and a lot of the people had made comments that, "Oh, why are you defending this drug addict that was a terrible mother that didn't, you know?" And I and I really took offense to that. And a lot of them were praising Danny Lynn's father; he's doing such a great job, and and all of these things. And they and they were like saying that, "Oh, we didn't really know Anna and things like that." And I really took offense to it because they were not there; you were there. Paul was there. I was there. Dr. Chris was there. So we know the real truth. We, we know everything. We know how it all went down. Yeah. Um, do you think we could have done anything differently to save Anna? I've been struggling. I struggle with that. I've been struggling with that for 30, 16 years. Me you too. Know, uh, sometimes, sometimes I say to myself because she was around enablers. And sometimes it's human nature to enable somebody to the simple fact you want them happy. Um, right. So, so outside of actually forcing her to go into a rehab or forcing her, uh, there was nothing we could do. Um, and and in this, this day and age, you would, if someone is coherent enough, you cannot force them to do anything. Right. You can't. And we all know how stubborn Anna Nicole was. You could not, if she had her mind made up, <laughs> it was her way. Or, you know what I mean? She's almost as stubborn as my husband. 
<laughs> but, but you know what a beautiful community and look at how we're still family. Yeah. Even yeah. though Anna Nicole is not here and she's here, she embodies all our spirits. We embody her spirit. We talk about her every day. We keep her memory alive because we love her. We still love her. We've always cared about her. Yes. And I always think that I'm a clothing designer and uh, somebody once said uh, that I only made one dress for her or something. And I didn't really know her. Actually, actually I will. Her <laughs> Danny Lynn's father said in to a reporter that Paul and I only met Anna and Nicole two times. And that Paul made a, a couple dress, a few dresses for her. What do you, what, what do you think about that? When my best friend is buried in that my makes no, that, that makes, first of all, that makes no sense. You had to use um, a little common sense. Daniel died. And she she requested people to come over, and I, I believe I'm the only person that she probably paid for a ticket to get over there. Yeah. So so everyone that was over there pretty much got over there on their own accord. You guys flew over out of your own. I mean, as yes. busy as you are, Paul. I mean, the people that you made dresses for, you actually made a dress for one of the people I used to uh, I did security for, the Housewives of Atlanta. Um, I saw you with Cynthia Bailey. Cynthia Bailey. Cynthia Bailey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was with them. I was with uh, Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, one time when they went to South South Africa. Uh, we just saw Cynthia Bailey, Bailey on Saturday night at Kyle Richards' white party. Yes, yeah. yes. I for saw, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> yes, yes. I saw the uh, Instagram yep. uh, post that you put out. Love um, Cynthia. Yes. So, so them to say stuff like that, they don't know. I mean, think about it. The, 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 the people that should get interviewed for anything about her, especially her last quarter, the people that was there for her when Daniel died, 1,000%. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I came into that hotel room Ugh. and the first thing Howard said is they're looting the house. <laughs> you have to go to the Bahamas right now. And you did. And all I thought was, okay, how do we take care of situations? Patrick stayed behind with you guys so you guys can figure things out there. I went to the Bahamas and I sat on the sidewalk for almost 14 hours because I didn't have access to the house until the government had to come and let me in and go through the house. And it was just so difficult to see how they ransacked the baby's room and all the other areas of the house. And all I could think is, how do we protect everybody now? How do we, yeah. how do, we, what, what do I do? I felt so horrible. And then when people lash out at us and I don't, maybe I don't have the right tools to be able to manage sometimes, or I don't know what the right course of action may be, but in, in terms of anxiety and panic and care and respect for a loved one that, you know, you want to be there 1000%. Yes. You respond, you react. I don't know what I did was right or wrong, but then now when you have all these people that just have a, a platform to talk I almost want you to say what's on your mind and clear the air about what do you think we were to Anna? How do you think we fared with Anna when she was here? Why do you think she called on us every day and every time? I want, I want them to hear from 
someone else, someone new. You haven't been in the public eye. You don't you don't yeah. do a lot of interviews, but you were there. Yeah, I was there. And um, uh, like I said, she wouldn't have had people around her if she didn't trust them. That's it. I, um, yeah. She, she, she understood that when, when she was gone away that we wouldn't do something to backstab her or try to grab her or use her for something. Right. Because we generally was a family. It was just like what it is. I mean, you know, I do well in my profession. Both of y'all did well, whatever y'all was doing. Uh, well, <laughs> yes. well, whatever Patrick was doing, but I know what Paul was doing. <laughs> and, I was doing casting and representing. Thank you, Mo. Thank you, Mo. Yeah. I work very hard, Mo. Yes, you do. You work very, very hard. I, I, Even in the fact, middle of the night. Out, there's a crazy thing. The matter of fact, the whole time you was out in uh, Bahamas, when you had a chance, if you wasn't hugging on Anna, you was doing, you was on the phone dealing with business or you were sitting yeah. there trying to design uh, you were scribbling on everything actually, what I remember. Do, you, do, you, do you remember when you got the sewing machine from the, <laughs> the nanny's cousin in the yes. middle of the night and he sewed Anna's yep. wedding dress and then the yes. next day we're on a, a yacht in the middle of the ocean <laughs> what was that 3am when we had to get like into a oh, van and, and, it, and it was, run it was crazy it was crazy yeah. the commencement thing you're talking about right the commencement ceremony we had. Yes, on when she married yeah, Howard um, on the boat. Yes, yes. I, I had photos of me picking Anna up and walking her to the boat. We was uh, she was yes. getting ready to have her uh, ceremony on, and and yes, you guys was there and you made that dress. All you sat there all night. She, I actually made it. I think you you made little little signs of it before that, and then she wanted yes. some last and changing, you and put you it all went together, yeah. Yeah, and then you went and did it, and it, it was amazing. It's amazing how fast and how hard you work, Paul. Don't let Patrick keep you down. Patrick, <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> but you know what? You know what about that commencement ceremony? And I'm sure you'll agree with me, Mo. That shows everyone the lengths that Anna Nicole went through to try and protect Danny Lynn. Yes. Mary that Howard only, K. Stern. That was the only real reason why she did it. And, um, they call it commencement ceremony because once you, you you can't really get married on open waters where they were. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, oh. so that was the reason why we was on the water and did that. That's why we didn't do it at the beach. We had to be on the water. We had right. a real reverend that they paid good money for. And, I remember and a real ceremony. Yep. And, uh, and you know, so so. It was a it, it was a it was a needed thing for her. She did she did go to a lot of lengths to try to keep her away from Larry, but like I said, Larry is the father. We have to accept that. And as a father myself, as me being a father, as you know, Patrick, uh, you know, you want to do the best for your child, of course. But but this right here, it just seems like it's a little overboard. I don't want to like really bash Larry, but it's it's not a good look. To keep using your daughter and your the daughter's mom fame, to so you can get together. Like we don't even know if he's working. Maybe he's still living off of Anna's name right now. Which that's what I believe. Mo, as a father, would you, if you were approached and they said, "Hey, we want to do a photo shoot of your kid. We'll give you a hundred thousand dollars." Would you sell your kids' pictures to a news article? No, not like that. No. Would Anna Especially, do that to her kids? Well, Anna definitely would do it. 
She would tell herself before she sold her kids. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. I would do it before Anna would do anything like that because she wanted to protect this one. Well, Anna always always said to me, I signed up to be in the limelight. Yeah. This is my journey. This is what I want to do. These are not my words. These are my best friend's words. She always confided and said, if they want to pursue something, well, at the time it was Daniel. If he wants to pursue something, that's for him and I will support. But this is my life and I work to support them. So I will not do all the things like, you know, it's not take your son to work day and then you prop him in front of the camera and then cash in on them. That's not the idea of it. So, and I respect that about Anna so much to know that this was something she signed up for. This is something she wanted to do. This was her calling that she fought so hard to get out of Texas for and was able then to provide for her family, which was how she wanted to. Well, Mo, do do. you remember? I'm sure you saw the document when Anna was alive. She showed us the document. I know you've seen it, Mo, that she had Danny Lynn's father sign basically a non-disclosure. If you remember that if he were to do anything or discuss anything, what it was $10 million. I think he could be sued for. She had him sign that non-disclosure. I'm sure you saw it because we saw it. Um, and if she were alive today, things would be a lot different. Well, of course things would be a lot different because first of all, uh, Danny Lynn will be with her. And, yes. um, uh, man, this is, it's almost for 16 years. I've been, you know, I, I get calls every year to do some kind of interview. Uh, and a lot of times I say no, you know, so, uh, but, but seeing what's coming out now and things like that, I try to give my perspective as truthfully as I can. And, like I said, I had no, I have nothing to gain from this, nothing at all. All I want to do is I want her to be remembered as a loving person that you know lost something, yes. that lost someone that she really cared and loved, you know. And, uh, and no one gives her that, you know. All they think of her is this gold digging, uh, blonde bombshell that was on drugs, which right? The case, and that's not the truth. Okay, well. Let me let me segue now to because you just said something about runway rundown. Runway rundown is basically where we pull up pictures of a celebrity um, and we describe their outfits and describe the, you know, the mood. And I know that you were present at both of these occasions. So we want to get your opinion and kind of hear what you think. Of the the wardrobe, not just say the wardrobe, but just the whole overall event. So this one. I know you remember this. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when I, I was backstage, I you were right beside I, me? And I, I couldn't believe that happened. I was like, oh, God, what is she doing? I, I almost I almost went out there, but the Duke said, oh, you can't do that. Yeah, that's it. Okay, this is when she popped up for the audience that doesn't know. Yeah. This is when Anna was wearing the gold dress that Paul made for her for the G4 uh-huh. Awards right before we went to Camp Kindle. And she got on stage. 
and she popped her boob out. No, but do you remember <laughs> what the audience wanted? Yeah. They were trying to stall because they were changing camera angles. And they're like, that. oh, could you just like, you know, talk to the audience for a few minutes? She yeah. goes, what do you want me to do a strip tease? <laughs> <Yeah>. And so <laughs> she's like playing with her dress. And next thing you know, she's like, oops, <laughs> but nothing ever showed her her boob was still intact. She had her hand yeah. covering it. And of course, it was, by the time we got onto the bus to when we started going to, to Camp Kindle that same night we drove out, uh-huh. it was yeah. like all over the magazines that Ed's oh, boob was out. All over the place. Yep. Yeah, that was... Uh, I, I, all I kept on thinking is like, oh man, she's going to make my night rough because these guys are <laughs> <laughs> turned on. I said, oh my goodness. But yeah. She did that to, you know, she just, she was fun hearted like that. Yes. She did the nip slip before anybody else did. (laughs) Now, before any awards, she would, her favorite drink was Cristal. So she would have some drink. Vodka too. Add vodka too. We drank vodka all the time together. But Cristal was her favorite. Yes. Easy laid down drink. So sometimes she would overdo it a little bit. Yeah. Just to loosen herself up. For these shows, so a yep. lot of these are like like that show there, the American Musical. Do World. you remember? Yeah. Do you love my body? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, at the time, I was Kanye even, West. They wouldn't let me back. They wouldn't let me backstage, so I was sitting next to Kanye West's mom. Believe it oh. or not, I was sitting next to what's a wonderful lady. Rest rest in peace. Yes. Um, I was sitting next to her mom, and her mom was looking at me. I said, oh, she's, she's just loving him. She loves your son, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, my goodness. So uh, it, it, it was great, man. It, she was such a fun person to be around. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you remember. Were you guys with us? Because I know you wasn't with us all the time on the Transpot bus. But were you all with us when we went to uh, upstate New York and we went to this place that they sell animal balls. That's what they call animal no, balls. No, no, no. I had to work. I had to I work. Remember. She was working on award I, shows. Yes, I was, see, celebrity. I was in that? L.A. Yes, it was cool. Oh, my goodness. But I remember because we she was texting me, messaging me on Instagram, uh, uh, AOL. Yeah, we went, to, we went to this place that had that so spicy animal balls. Yes. Testicles. <laughs> Testicles. Seriously. Uh, we have like... Uh, I, 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 I tried chicken balls. I didn't even know chicken had balls. <laughs> I had some chicken balls, you know, the old stereotype. Everything tastes like chicken. But yeah. um, I had chicken balls, and it was one of the worst disgusting things. And then uh, <laughs> Daniel, Daniel, and and and, uh, and and Howard had a little. They was they had a little bet that see who could take the hottest, spiciest uh, chicken ball. And it, oh <laughs> man! And I remember Daniel and and uh, Howard getting red and sweating their butt off. They said, Mo, you want to get it? I said, no, 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 thank you. Uh, I don't know. I don't deal too good with spicy stuff. Yeah. Well, Well, remember we on the trim spot bus on the way to camp Kindle, we stopped off at that little hick. Well, first of all, we stopped off at that one little town. We drove the trim spot bus up early in the morning. Was it Jack in the box? She wanted, what was the restaurant? Wendy's? I can't, I can't remember. remember which restaurant was the fast food and everybody was sur- McDonald's and everybody was surrounding the bus when they saw her face yeah. on it. Remember yeah, it was like yeah. six in the morning, we get off the bus and it was McDonald's. I think they were and- chasing <laughs> us down the freeways. It was uh, the highway. Yes. Oh Beautiful. yeah. And, and and like I said, Anna's going to be Anna. So she's going to try to communicate with everyone out there. She wasn't everyone. 
I, I've worked with celebrities that don't like fans around, and I never understood that. And maybe I was a little spoiled with, with Anna, but Anna would greet every fan. It was not one fan yeah. she didn't greet. And I told well, you, I, had, I like to say Anna I, didn't care if you time, were the. I, I had to be the enemy, so I had to actually pick <laughs> her up and carry her to the to the bus. I remember. I picked her up and carried her everywhere. Otherwise, she'd stay out there the whole time because Anna didn't care if you were the maid or the or the CEO. She loved everybody the same, and always, yeah. like literally, Mo, you would have to carry her out because she would stay there I all day long, was, taking pictures and signing autographs. I just well, had this little knack to know when she was just too tired to uh, be bothered with anybody. Yeah, have you seen Danny Lynn? I have not seen Danny Lynn because we haven't either. And and I, you know, I and, and I say, and we've said when she's eighteen. She'll, she can. She can seek us out, seek you out, Mo. seek out the people that were very close in her mother's life that are going to really give her the real truth about her mom. Yeah, I, I think that. What will would you happen. say to her today if you if you saw her? Uh, I would say that, you know, uh, please forgive your mom uh, for, you know, not being with you. Uh she 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 really loved her a lot, yes. And cared a lot about her. And uh, right now, just know that she is she's in a happy place and very happy to see her grown and looking as beautiful. I mean, she's dead on look exactly like her mom. It's it's yeah. amazing how a wonder it was. I just would like to let her know how much her mother cared and loved her, loved her, and that it was not personal uh, towards her why she's not here today. Yeah. It's very sad. We yeah, love you, Mo. Sad. We really, hey, really before love I you. Go, before I go, yes. I, uh, uh, I think it was last year or year before or something like that, you had an incident, Paul, where someone jumped you. And yes, you know how ago. I feel about this. Yes. You have to, you have, I'm ready to come out there and watch over you guys. I mean, <laughs> I know you you've been saying it. And when he said, when we get a bodyguard, you're our bodyguard. We, that's going to be happening well, soon. Well, you've lifted me up. You've lifted me up. Yes, I would. I wish I was there because somebody would have been really hurt that day. You would have kicked but, their you know, ass. I don't play that. I don't play no one messing with my brothers. My brothers you know, from another He brother. remembers when we went to the Anna Nicole, uh, the DVD release party. It was DVD release. There was like a thousand people everywhere. And I remember Anna was calling for him and you went through the crowd. Do you remember? And you picked oh, him yes, up. And I had to grab him, pick him up and get him over there. Yeah. <laughs> Carry yeah, him Momo, over, everybody. Momo, go get Paul. Don't let nobody grab him. Yeah. And I went in there and I grabbed him, picked him up. Paul, by the way, you look excellent, bro. I know you're real age, and you don't look nothing like you. You look like you're still in your thirties. Thank you, you Mo. I thank love you, Mo. you. I love you, and thank you for being. Yes. Thank you for sharing, and thank you for coming on and being honest. I I'm telling you, there's so much more we can. We're gonna bring you know, day, Mo. We're gonna bring day, you back. Exactly. One day, I want to be face to face with you guys. Yeah. Not the next time you come back phone. in a couple months, you'll be live in studio with us. That's what we're gonna do. I like you know? that. I like that idea. All right. And on that note, brother, you've just been undressed <laughs> by Paul and Patrick. Yeah, you hey, feel? Paul, I, you, haven't, you haven't said that you can uh, make a, a, I need a soup for myself. Can you make me a soup? Don't worry. I, I, I got a long. I don't want no glitters. I got a big, no long glitters. tape measure for you, Mo. <laughs> I don't want no glitters now. I don't want nothing glitter, but thank you. I you got you, my friend. Absolutely. We love you, you, brother. Love you. Love you. Love you. Thank you. 
This podcast is brought to you by Vocal Podcast Network. Executive producers are Michaela Simon, Paula Tu, and Patrick Simpson. Produced by Ariana Giles. Shooting by Third Wheel Podcast Studio. Editing by Luis Pena. Music by Digital Camel. Artwork by Dominique Demetz. And hosted by Paula Tu and Patrick Simpson and Little Snow White 90210. Remember to follow Paul at Paula Tu and Patrick at Patrick Simpson. Snow White at Snow White 90210. And vocal podcasts everywhere. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.